0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Monocast. I am your host, Brayden Nichols. Joining joining me is my wife, Monica.
1: Hey.
0: And Sam. Hello. I had to give her top billing over oh, here. No I'm offense. I'm not complaining at all. I'm happy to have Monica here. Um, Hi, Monica. Hello. Thanks
2: for joining us.
0: Oh, sure, no problem. She doesn't like that I made her come down here and do this. Um awkward. But sh- there's a reason. And we'll get to that in a minute. Ooh, a minute. Sam, how was your yeah. weekend? It was pretty good. Was it? It was nice and relaxed. Yeah. So, how was yours? It was fun. Good. Let's talk a good movie. Wait, when did we do that? Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. All right. I believe so. The three of us went to go see Birds of Prey. Yes. And we'll talk about that here in a minute, but yeah, that was Friday. Yes. Yes. When did we go to the park?
2: We went on Saturday. 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 You know what
0: threw me off is because Emily was working. Yes. And that's what threw me off, was your wife. My wife,
2: he worked. So.
0: Um, we might have an, a fourth person here, if you hear him. It would be my nephew, Dave. And if you do hear him, you're going to hear a lot of yelling, and then you will never hear Dave again. Oh. I already threatened him to bury him in the woods tonight when we went to go do something earlier. Brain is excessively so, This is your time. one exception, Dave. You're going to be good? He gets a little he sniffly, said, and he gets angry.
1: Now if he disappears, they're coming for you.
0: Exactly. It's on the podcast. I'm just not going to tell anybody <laughs> what pig farm I use to get rid of the bones. I need to do one thing really quickly before we move on much further. Okay, do I have a booger? No, 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 no. I
2: was just looking at you because I think you know where I'm going with this. So we were going to, well, I was thinking about terming this one. thought it would be a good idea. The Apollo cast. Because I need to apologize on air to maybe our number one fan. And the number one (laughs) Chiefs fan I know in my entire life, Justin. Last week, when Brandon asked me,
0: very casual. And one of my friends to.
2: was a, big, <laughs> the, a bigger fan or as big of a fan as my friend Justin with the Chiefs. I said, I know. Yes, maybe. I don't know.
0: It was a very nonchalant. <laughs>
2: yeah, so that was incorrect. Knowing Justin for the brief period of time I have known him, he has been a crazy Chiefs fan and has celebrated <sighs> them more than anybody else I know. He had season tickets for a while. He loved them. He would get into this state of aura before a game and then just basically he, when we lived all lived together in a duplex he would go down and watch him and you just did not bug this man Was it, would he glow he would glow when he they would, won and glow. he has not stopped glowing since they won the super bowl oh so. i'm sure so apology out there justin i'm sorry you are <laughs> the biggest chiefs fan i know
0: and there is no one bigger and also brief it's been over 10 years you've known each other probably
2: I mean, when you think about it in the like grand scheme of things, we're only on this world for a minute, Brandon.
0: Right. Not only on this I world. understand that, but I know how old your oldest is, which means I have a guess you've been married for 14 years. Close, 15. 15 years, and you knew Justin and Brent before you got married, yeah. and you're almost 40, so that's almost half your life. You can't really say a brief amount of time.
2: All right, all right. We're kind of hashing it You way and way. I
0: have known each other for a brief amount for a brief of time. Period. <laughs> so... Well, next week I'll apologize for the briefing. Thank yeah, you. When, ap- you. Apollo apologize cast. What'd you say? Apollo cast. Apollo cast too. Yeah. Um I did have a good weekend. Good. Just in general. Um, we did a couple things in the garage and got some stuff cleaned out, which I know you said I prompted you to do a little bit of cleaning in your yeah, garage. That's always nice. So arranging. Eventually my goal is to get you to turn that into a man cave and then we'll just do this at your place. Yeah. And we'll That would actually be pretty cool. Emily, it'd be cool. It'd be pretty cool. We'll finish it off. We'll turn it into a nice finished man cave. Yeah, big screens on the walls, no, coolers, stripper pole. Stripper pole. Yeah, we'll you see have, how that goes. Here, I bro. do have a stripper pole right here in front of us.
2: <laughs> oh, I was looking at Dave for a second. I was like, hey, what? So,
0: uh, um, all right. So we'll jump into this because my wife looks highly uncomfortable. Um, before I get into anything else, we, I already touched on it. We went and saw Birds of Prey and the, f, what's the full title? Birds of Prey and the, f, emancip- the bat-
2: Emancipation
0: of Harley Quinn the Great. Something like that. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I'm not going to say more than I thought I would. About Actually, I would say less than I thought I would, but I still liked it. Fair enough. Um there were some decisions that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I won't get into because this isn't a spoiler type thing. Um Sam and Monica both know my biggest issue. But um as a whole, I thought it was really good for uh, I mean it was a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Like there's no other way around. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. so what, what was your Why don't we go to our our special done? We'll get you out of here. Thanks.
1: So I liked that it was all Harley esque. Like, nobody could... Sorry, back up. Anybody could come into this movie not knowing anything about any of the other people in it and still enjoy it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What what, no. Sorry.
2: What did you think of the multiple styles? Like, it had cartoons, it had rewinds, it had um, titles, you know, of, like, characters that came up. What did you think of that?
1: I loved it because that was very Harley. Yeah. It's just, like... Especially when you read the comics or watch Batman Beyond or any, not Beyond, you know what I mean? Animated Animated series. series. It's like, Harley, you're seeing her in human form right there and all of that craziness. It's like, hey, you're inside of her head. Does it bug
2: you at all um, that the animated series, she's a little bit of a different take? I don't think so. From, you know, that Harley Quinn? No. No?
1: I feel like. This was her after she went
0: through a bunch of crap. Fair enough. You know, I would even say this movie was more towards the anime series Harley than, like, Suicide Squad was. Because I don't even think they did. it's one of my complaints about Suicide Squad is they didn't really give her backstory enough justice. Like, even though they devoted a chunk to it, it was like, okay, you kind of know who she is, but that doesn't change anything about who she is now. Whereas, like, they, they don't incorporate the smart part of it. Whereas, like, constantly in the animated series, she would randomly just start quip out something about, you could tell, why is she so smart? Oh, right, because she's a doctor. she's a doctor. Um, But they actually did that in this, in several instances, and they did it appropriately timed. Yeah. I I think they might have could have done it a couple more times.
2: Oh, I think it could have fit in there a little bit more. Absolutely. And I will say Margot Robbie, excellent, Harley. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. I don't really know of any other actress that I would think could play her as well
0: i always thought britney murphy probably could have done it oh my gosh you're right but rip yeah oh, rip brit or Brittany murphy. any other thoughts about it to make you more excited to see uh, the new suicide squad movie that's coming out with her in it
1: actually yes it is yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's
2: always
0: nice yeah yeah when you kind of get a did little did you like the first suicide squad
1: i I did. It, it was entertaining. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Like an
0: yeah. entertaining popcorn yeah. movie? Yeah, yeah. And those are fine. We talk definitely. about those all the time. Just yeah.
2: There's nothing wrong with like something that just is a brief moment of entertainment. I feel like it's kind of nice. Yeah. You kind of shut your mind off and just sit back
0: and enjoy it. And that's what it was. Cool. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Monica. I Appreciate you. it. I love you. Bye. 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 I'll, I'll, we'll do this again in a couple of weeks with Wonder Woman.
1: I'll have more thoughts then.
0: Oh, I know you'll have more thoughts then. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to turn off her mic there. All right. Got that out of the way. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, at first I was like, okay, the more I thought about it, the more I want to see it again. Yeah. So I, and I think that's like a fair thing. I've come more to have the opinion of if I really want to enjoy a movie, I need to see it at least twice because there's always the first time for me is always like the spectacle of right. it. And you miss a lot of stuff. Yeah. Whereas the second time is like, oh. Right.
2: Oh, that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. I will say, I was also, some of the things I was pleased about is some of the aesthetic portions of it. Um, Black Mask, Mask yeah. actually looked decent. Yeah. Which I was really thinking that they were going to mess <sighs> it up. I mean, mass translation into, I think, um, certain comic movies just look goofy and over, you know, kind of drawn or just kind right. of. That. But this actually looked appropriate, and I was like, "Okay, it's creepy looking." The Ewan McGregor playing him was, you know, all over the place and just kind of a really crazy character. Which I don't know the character as well, but I understand that's what it seems he's like. He's a little, he's, pretty, he's a
0: little screw loose, yeah, very
2: deviant, kind of yeah, a little wacko. Um, but that was pretty good. the funny thing about it is, I didn't. I would probably rate it like a flat five, just right, right there. Kind of almost like you said, there's nothing for me to say that I didn't like it but i just kind of was didn't find anything that surprised me all that right. much and i don't know like what i was really expecting the acting was decent the action was good the jokes were there um yeah, i don't know there's just yeah. something that didn't quite click a 100% with me but i can't put my finger on it
0: i loved the fighting yeah. um especially black canary she I really really liked black canary in this yeah. um I was, I could see, I, I agree with you. There was, like, something that just was, like, And I not, can't,
2: I don't know what it is either.
0: And there was a different feel to each one of the characters. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, like, they kept joking, even in the movie, that Renee Montoya had that cheesy old cop whatever. Right, right. The grizzled old veteran. Right, with the makes the corny jokes, like, yeah. they're from the, and she did, and I thought it was funny to an extent, but I didn't really like it all that well, much.
2: And to be honest, we so we went on opening night, and I don't think we had a packed house by any means.
0: But legit was, opening night, not Thursday. Yeah, but. Friday
2: opening night, and like a lot of the jokes that were supposed to land, I don't oh. felt like they did. Right. And I didn't feel like the audience was as like collectively together with it, which sometimes I feel like can make a movie better when you're with people that are also similarly minded and kind of like ready for a joke and kind of when it hits the punchline, you know, nails it and everybody's laughing, you're kind of drawn into that. And there were a few chuckles here and there, but not like right. the, the whole theater wasn't guffawing right. at
0: points. I will say, so the thing that I've said the most when people ask me and I've said, I have said, know I said it to you was, I felt like if we lived in a world where the MCU wasn't a thing, the DCU wasn't a thing, Batman had ever been made into a movie, and like, but we're post- Batman sixty six and and Superman and somebody made this movie. Yeah. You would go, yeah, I think that's what a comic book turned into a movie would look like. Yeah, that's and it was just fine. That's yeah. how it was. Absolutely. Um, having said all of that, it wasn't a horrible movie.
2: No, and the critics no, had
0: even made that point that a lot of people like it. Um, unfortunately, they uh, didn't get in anywhere near the 50, 55 million they thought they would have for an opening weekend. Um, they got 33, which is rough. Cap, yeah. There's a lot of questions in there, whether it was marketing or a lot of other things. But
2: And, I mean, and then granted, I don't think this maybe played into it. It was a shorter movie for the DC, which I don't know if, right. that, if that convinced some people maybe not to go see it because it was shorter. I felt like sitting and watching it, by the time it was over, I was like, it was appropriately timed. If it had drawn on any longer, I think I would have started to kind of been right. ready for it to end.
0: I think um, I think the movie will benefit from word of mouth, I'm hoping. Yeah. Because I think caring. people should see it. Like, if you like comic book movies yeah. and the fantastical aspects of those, I think this would be a good one. Um, to try and help people go see it, Warner Brothers changed the name to what it's being presented as, as Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. It's no longer Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. It's now just Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I saw
2: something about that online prior to coming over, but I didn't look at the story any further. That's funny that they just changed the name. Right.
0: I don't know if that means they're, like, changing the title card in the movie or if they're just changing just how it's presented in movie theaters. I
2: would have loved to know, like, People that were in the test audience, because a lot of times before movies come out, there'll be a test audience, right? And they'll review it for those individuals, or you know, show it for those individuals, and just ask what their thoughts are on it. Right. I would like to know how some of the test audiences responded to it. Right. Because I would like to know what they felt like hit and worked well, and then what didn't is is also because for me there was nothing sp- specific I can come up with in my head. Right. It's just it felt. Mediocre to me.
0: Yeah. Um. So I'm i mean, so I'm interested to see what word of mouth does and the name change. Which a, a guy I follow on Twitter um, who runs another podcast called uh, Fans Without Borders, he posted a he posted a screenshot of a movie theater that still had the full title, and it was like you had titles of movies, and then this one was like super tiny text and it yeah. was like really long, awesome. and then he posted a screenshot of a one that had it with the new outlet. and he goes, yeah, that does look better. Yeah, because that was the other thing was like there's the thought of maybe people like just looked and saw Birds of Prey and didn't necessarily connect it as a Harley Quinn movie, even yeah. though she you know, like she's part of the marketing. Like yeah. you, know. I mean,
2: it's possible. You know, you'd be you'd be surprised by what sells and what doesn't based on marketing.
0: Right. Um, so yeah, that was Birds of Prey. I think people should see it just for the popcorn flick. Really fun. Yeah, um, I would be with you on that.
2: If you want something fun. You don't have to really think very deep about it. No. It's fun enough. It's not like... Though I will say a previous um, review that you kind of went over with me about comparing it to a Quentin Tarantino movie, I don't know if that made me elevate some of my thought of what the movie was going to be and then when it actually was.
0: Right. The dialogue was not Quentin Tarantino. No. And I think it was more geared around the... um... Action, yes, and the fighting and the and it wasn't even as bloody or as gory as a no, Tarantino movie, no. but it which it did, had an R rating, which is funny which was I think mostly wrapped around the violence and drug use. Um, yeah, mostly, there were some pretty mostly funny the violence with drug use in all um, and the I mean, and I felt like they like
2: kind of like they you and I were they talking.
0: used the word fuck a lot. Oh, they did. They dropped the <laughs> F bomb quite
2: a bit. There, I think they had a little. They had a moment, and I, you and I kind of talked about this, where I don't want to drugs are involved and I felt like they could have taken it that moment and made it into something a little bit more interesting yeah. than what it was and it was a little bit disappointing that they just left it with us.
0: yeah because especially and I don't think this is really much of a spoiler the movie starts cartoonish yeah like with literally a cartoon on the front of it yeah. and I think that the the drug use we're talking about could have benefited from adding a little bit of that element Absolutely. to it we talked about how it'd be funny if the some of the fight scenes had had the old 66 Batman boom pow like you know um I agree So I was pulling up something for later so yeah that was Birds of Prey um let's talk about a little bit of news that we missed on last week um it is a new month and the February free games for PlayStation and Xbox are here um Xbox in my opinion had a little bit weaker of the lineup um Isle of Man, I forgot what you said the full name was. It's like TT.
2: Down. It's like a motorcycle racing game.
0: Okay. I feel like there's been a lot of those lately on both. Yeah, if you like motorcycle racing, you're in heaven. Um, Call of Cthulhu. <clears throat> my, my stuffed up nose. Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Um, Sorry for the sinus issues, everybody. Uh, Fable Heroes, which I said I think is the card game, but I don't remember. It looks
2: very cartoony. It doesn't look like Fable like I, some people may think.
0: Right. And then uh, Star Wars Battlefront, which you said was the OG the X- original OG yeah. Xbox OG version. Xbox. Um, and then PlayStation Four, the Bioshock collection, fantastic. Which I know people who haven't played Bioshock games, so like that's a good get get.
2: Yeah, they're worth it. One thing I've always I have I've appreciated the Bioshock games for, um, and although the sequel where you kind of return to Rapture as the Big Daddy, yeah, um, I don't know if I consider that. Really part of Canon. I think there was a different studio that worked on that one.
0: I think you're right. Um, I don't remember what it was. But
2: so they had two (sighs) in the series. The first Bioshock game and then what was the one where they're flying around in the sky? Bioshock Infinite? Yes. So I was pleased that they completed a series in two games. Yes. They didn't feel the need to try to make a trilogy out of it. Whenever you get I will some of the ending of one is surprising, and there's a nice little twist, and then the ending of Bioshock Infinite it wraps a lot of it up. It does very well. I
0: wasn't—I honestly wasn't expecting the end of Bioshock yep. Infinite, and I was like,
2: "Oh, well, okay, yeah." And I was, you know, very pleased. It was a good. They are both very good games.
0: Um, and then the other game is Sims Four, which there's a lot of people who like Sims games, yeah, and. I've never
2: really played one except for when I was at a friend's house once and he had it on his
0: computer. Oh and man, it was, the, it was the, all right. the original Sims. Man, there was a God mode money cheat that you just give yourself infinite amount of money. I would spend hours building houses, and that was all I did literally all i did i care less about the sim or anybody else i would just sit there and build the amazing house and then i'd do something else for a little bit and go back
2: i have a funny story about the Sims that my friend shared with me once so one time my buddy brent and his girlfriend kylie at the time
0: super fan brent no, super funny. fan
2: brent uh he informed me that you know him and his girlfriend at the time got really into the sims and his girlfriend uh Created, you know, their little life together and a house and everything. And I guess in the game, Brent's character, they had a hamster and it bit him. And he started to get sick and started to die. And so then death came to the house and Kylie's character had to play rock, paper, (laughs) scissor to see if he would die. And then when he didn't, like she won, (coughs) he turned into a zombie. (laughs) <laughs> and stayed in the house with her. That's now, granted, great. I think this was an analogy to what would have happened had he stayed with Kylie. Right. Thank goodness he moved on. <laughs> Otherwise, he would be a zombie with his life force being sucked away by that succubus. Good Kylie. job, Brent. Good job, Brent. Well done.
0: You, you, saw, the, you saw the writings you on the digital left wall? left her when
2: we needed to. <laughs> it was funny. We ran into her one time. It was very interesting. You and Brent ran funny. into her? Yeah, ran into her. Like at a, a venture race type thing.
0: Yeah, adventure yeah. race
2: or like one of those adventure runs. Oh, know, with right, obstacles right, right. like
0: yeah. like the zombie run. Yeah, or I kept something. trying to
2: get him to talk with her, and and he didn't wouldn't do it. I oh, get a picture with her. That's what I wanted. Get a picture with. So,
0: thank you, my beautiful bride. Brought me some water because she loves oh. me. MVP. MVP always. M- Monica's valuable player. I don't know. That was a reach. Um. All right. So there's that. I'm just going off a checklist here, people. Yeah. That's just how my day's going. going. Um, Sonic opens this weekend. You take a guy to your son to go see it?
2: If they want to go. I mean, well, actually, I work this weekend. This is one of the weekends what? I work. I know. I haven't worked a weekend. In a oh, long man. You time. work a
0: weekend right before you have to go out of town yeah. for a week. Yeah. That sucks. It does kind of suck.
2: So, but I work this weekend. I am off on Friday, but I don't know that I would spend the time to just go see
0: Sonic. Well, that we'll sucks. I don't know. I know. See, Logan loves Sonic. So he might like ask and he was super excited when they saw the trailer. Yeah. Redoed.
2: I do redo like, trailer. you know, Jim Carrey's Eggman looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. Like some of the like final pictures of him. Yeah. I'm, Big I, I think that's goggles. a good casting in the first oh, place. Oh, I think so. so. Um, and well done for
0: redoing Sonic. Yes. He, he looks a little bit better. So much better. Wow.
2: I'm surprised that they actually made the adjustments based on fan feedback.
0: I am too. They never do that.
2: No, and so the not fact the that correct way it, either. And the fact that it, the the correction of how he used to look versus what he does look now is so much better in my opinion. It is. It's I, not like I minded. I was. Ne- I would never go and sign a petition, or I would never, right. You know, write the director or whomever and say you need to change this. But then once I saw the change, I was like, yeah, that's a lot better.
0: And see, and I know there's a lot of talk about people like, well, they shouldn't have bowed to. Pressure over it, like because they had a vision, they should have stuck with it and they should have done it because they don't want it to set a precedent for something. Right. But there's a difference between an object, everything's subjective. But he just looked so bad. He just looked weird. He didn't even look like what people know Sonic. And if you're making, okay, so if you're going to make a movie about an iconic character of any type, you want it to at least resemble what people are wanting to.
2: Yeah, it's like making Pac-Man. I'm making him a rectangle
0: in right. a movie, and you're just like, "Right, you're not a rectangle. Yeah, you're a sphere. <laughs> be a sphere. Be the best sphere you can be. Exactly. You got this, Pac-Man." Um, you had talked earlier. We should have we should have done voting or made bets on uh, Oscars. It's okay. But I would have won. You would have won. So you said, "But who's to say I would have said Parasite would have won?"
2: Well, we couldn't. I, if you'd said that, I'd have been like, "No, you can't pick that. You got to pick something else." <laughs>
0: Um, but I don't Par- want to watch it. Parasite, yeah, well, I wanted to watch it anyways. Well, I, what was it? Was it John Wick that we went and saw? Is there some movie you and I went and saw? Maybe it was Knives Out, and the trailer ran for Parasite, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, it was an odd trailer. Um, but Joker did pick up two wins. Um, original score, yeah, and Joaquin Phoenix won best Congrats. best actor. Yeah, yeah, well done. Um.
2: Mr. Phoenix, anytime you want to come on our podcast, yes. you're welcome. Let's talk Joker. We can we talk about whatever you want. whatever you want. But whatever
0: you want. I'll, I'll, I'll hint on Joker a little bit because I have an obsession. Um, also, over the weekend, and we talked about we we talked about it was coming out, Lock and Key. Yeah. Um, I have only gotten one episode in. Same here. What are your initial impressions?
2: A little disappointed just because having read the comic book I brought you back, here today and yes. watch that first episode, they jump way into the story right. and have basically gotten to the end of the first book you gave me, right? which I, they had plenty to work with. And I know we kind of discussed this. Uh, I don't, can't remember if it was off air or on air, but maybe they're going to kind of take that whole first series and... Develop it, but I'm just it surprised me how quickly
0: (laughs) they were like they got into it. Hey Low, let's just do this. Let's do it now.
2: Yeah, like they had a plenty of time to develop characters and plot a little bit more, but now they're just diving right into what is going
0: on. Um I do know Joe Hill did help write it for the show. Yeah, which is encouraging. That means he at least had a say in what was going on. Or at least they gave him a credit, and so he can't really comment on it. There was something I read recently. Uh, the guy that wrote Witcher has a credit oh, yeah. on the Netflix show, and he was like, "Well, it would be stupid for me to make a comment. I have a credit on it. Like, I'm not going to bite myself in the ass on that." Yeah. So, um, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. I I agree. Uh, this and this might sound petty, stupid. I don't know. The echo, yeah, in the well. I'm, not really that worried about spoilers Uh, I'm not gonna delve into it I'm just gonna have an opinion they showed the woman too quickly oh yeah for me like I would have just kept the voice yeah or even like dark silhouettes that's kind of like
2: kind of assumed the whole first season was gonna be her working her way out of where she was
0: right and then boom out of the well first episode I'm like okay I guess I I know it's that's what we're gonna do did Monica watch it with you? She did. So she thought it was very interesting, but Monica's never read the book. She has no idea what's going on. Okay. She was like but well, she actually thinks Austin might like it. She but she was like, I don't
2: Yeah, it was surprising. I also think uh the Sam Lesser, one of the um what would you term him, villains of the show? Antagonists.
0: Antagonist, antagonist. Yeah. yeah, I
2: guess antagonist. Um they could've picked a scragglier looking, you know, actor. I mean, not that it's the end of the world. Right. It's just what I saw from the pictures that you gave me and what I'm seeing, I'm kind of like, eh, he looks yeah. a little too innocent.
0: And this is more of a personal, I guess, gripe. Like, so you can read these books and I don't get the feel of that from this. But like this, it just kind of seems like a teenage drama. The feel of it. I don't know. Like, yeah. but well, like you read the book, it's just like a horror story wrapped around a family. Yeah. Whereas this seemed more like a.
2: Did you ever watch The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. That is kind of what I was hoping this would be a little bit more of.
0: Agreed, exactly what I was. Give kind us, of give me than...
2: some mystery. It's kind of like when you and I went to go see Knives Out, and I feel like, well, you gave me the answer. You right. gave me the answer before I, I had time to actually think about what I thought was going on. Right. And with this same comic book, I'm kind of, or the show, I feel like you've given me the answer to a lot of what's going on, or. Yeah, you didn't leave as many mysteries as I was hoping you would to kind of intrigue me to watch that next episode. Right. I watched the first episode. Maybe I watched, I think I may have watched a little bit of the second, about halfway through. But, it, you know, nothing pulled me. I was just kind of. Right. I don't well, mind the That's the other and,
0: thing is I'm like, I want to obviously watch the whole season. But there was nothing that was like, okay, let's start the next yeah. episode. Is that
2: Iceman? That's the uncle.
0: I think it might be Iceman. I think you're right. Yeah, I thought so. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. I'm sitting here going, I know this guy from something. Where do I know him I was him trying from? to
2: figure it out, and I was like, Iceman. I'm pretty sure he was Iceman in X-Men.
0: It's been a while since I've watched, really watched an X-Men movie, though, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Knives Out, they've greenlit Knives Out too. I just...
2: I, I don't understand.
0: There are a lot of people that really love Knives Out. I know. And I'm like, I'm just so disappointed that I don't really like it. I kind of want to watch it again with Monica to see what she thinks of it. Yeah just to get a different take on it.
2: And sometimes that's helpful because I think occasionally I'm pretty, I think I'm just very picky with my right. entertainment and I know that is to my own detriment at times, but occasionally when I have gone to go see something with Emily and I have had one thought, she has had another that has actually opened up some speculation into areas that I didn't know I would enjoy as much. Right. Um. But yeah, Knives Out, Out, like a sequel, well, and not only that, like, So, is this continuation of the end of that movie? Is this. Uh, I think we just were wrapping it
0: around um, Daniel Craig's character.
2: (laughs) Which cracks me up because I didn't really find him all that interesting. His most interesting part, I think, was at the beginning of the movie when he wasn't talking.
0: When he was just sitting there pounding on the piano?
2: That's when I was most interested in what was going on at that moment. And then, as soon as he started talking with his Kentucky Fried mouth,
0: (laughs) I was done. Oh, what's going on? My son has interrupted the podcast like normal. What? Oh, uh, go upstairs, go to bed. I love you. We're doing this on air.
2: Now he's got it on air that he loves you.
0: Harley Quinn, what? Okay. Um. <laughs> well, wait,
2: hey, actually, you know what? He makes a kind of an interesting point. If Harley Quinn had been PG-13, do you think it would have done better?
0: It probably would have. But then okay, so then that would leave me my question of this. does does Harley Quinn can Harley Quinn be PG-13? What I don't know what changes it to the R. It would have it, been easy, just drop the F bombs. But do you think really that was it? I think so.
2: You because I think as per the MPAA rating, um you get one F Bomb in a PG 13 movie, and anything over that makes it an R. Because there are some um, PG 13 movies at, dropping one F bomb, and they, they kind of pick and choose where it's going to be delivered. And probably there's, some, for there's, the most there's some pretty good ones out there. Yeah. Um, I think X Men First Class has probably one of the best ones where uh, Magneto and Proz- Professor Xavier are going around trying to recruit people for the mutant thing. Oh, and they approach right. They approach Wolverine. Hugh Jackman yeah. Wolverine, and he says something like "Fuck off." Fuck off. Yeah. yeah, and that's it, and that's the f bomb they got.
0: <laughs> but it was a that's pretty well timed. It was a great one. I love that one. Um, you know, it probably would have done better as a PG thirteen because you'd have more kids going to it. Yeah, especially with the out thereness of it. You don't think the drug right? Because there was there was no the nudity.
2: No, there was no nudity. The violence was there, but it wasn't
0: gratuitous. It was nothing like. Because you don't see anything. No,
2: the the drug references may have pushed it over a little bit too. If it wouldn't have been, you know, for the language, the drug references may have been enough to say, "Hey, you're gonna have to shoot." Which is funny because the way they shot it, it's not like she responded to what was she was doing at the moment. You just right. like I think if you're in the know, you're in the know what happened. Right. So I almost feel like if they were to drop the language, they would pretty much have a PG-13 rating. Maybe they'll re-release it with a pg-13
0: all a deadpool see yeah how it does that might that might
2: maybe this was just maybe this was their attempt to see how an r-rated harley quinn movie would do i mean they already pulled off a joker and there's they were kind of i think kind of questioning whether that was going to
0: work and then right. it did
2: so well for them but i'm not sure how much harley quinn
0: cost to make it was a hundred something i think <laughs> Yeah, so not did.
2: the 20 million that Joker no, that no, returned the box office of $1 billion.
0: Literally made. They literally made $1 billion. Yeah. With them. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't know because you don't own the game. The Modern Warfare 2 released their season 2 trailer. What's Modern Warfare? I like the Modern Warfare 2. No, I said season 2. Wow, this head cold is really getting to me. Modern Warfare released their season 2 trailer. The show's Rust and Ghost coming back from the original Modern Warfare games. Um, more importantly today, people downloaded it and the game has added a, uh, was it classified area? And I think people were hoping it's the long-rumored Battle Royale game. Do, you never played Blackout on... I played oh, it once or twice. On on Call of Duty Black? Yeah. Black Ops? I was not impressed. I, I didn't really care for it. The Battle Royale version? Yeah. Really? I didn't really care for it. Shut up, Dave. Nobody asked you. Uh, he's, he didn't say anything, but I heard his hair moving left to right. So it was, um, I liked it. Like I had a lot of fun with it and I know like our Brent, Brent's really looking hoping they voice oh, yeah. it. So, um, I'll tell you what, Brent, not that you're going to listen to this, but I'll play with you. Um, uh, that's really all I have for news. Uh, we've talked a little bit about old games and I just want to bring this back up. This is going to be a shit episode, and I apologize. There's a lot of back and forth and all over the place. Um, what? how much different than any other I episode know, we've right? done. I'm trying to get that figured out. We'll get this more in line. Um, I think
2: that's what our fans love
0: a day ago. ESPN eSports tweeted Mario Kart 64 came out in North America 23 years ago today and changed the way we look at racing games forever. What was your favorite cup? To which my buddy Carrington replied reminder that Mario Kart 64 has aged incredibly poorly and is only fun to play while you are at while you are drinking at a bar. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? Hmm. His point is that Mario Kart 64 at this time was really good. But we've progressed to where, in his opinion, Mario Kart Eight is far superior than well, Mario Kart Sixty Four. Absolutely, Mario, Mario Kart Eight is. You would be surprised at the amount of people they called bullshit on that take, and I don't understand what, because that he they thought Sixty Four was fantastic? way better than Eight. No, and the the same thing applies to, and I might the, I might trigger you on this. I don't know. Uh, golden eye does not hold up
2: oh no it doesn't i'm 100 behind that
0: um
2: <laughs> see the thing was the 64 is it had a unique design controller before we had the um dual analog sticks right and so they had to use the unique um, control style for these games that at the time seemed remarkable like i loved some of the stuff i played um turok the Dinosaur Hunter? Yeah. I remember thinking that was amazing. And you you use the C buttons right. to... Stra- um, what's that called? Um, strafe. Strafe. To strafe in the game. And then you use the stick because they didn't have a way to have like a dual analog. But I thought it worked fairly well. Now, if I were to go back and play that game, no. No. I, I wouldn't want to do that. That's not any fun for me or you.
0: Yeah. Um, like movies... Uh, and I'll throw Star Wars in as the reason is one of the things. Gaming is all, especially one of those things where at the time because it was what it was, it was games can be so good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean now they are still so good.
2: Yeah. And it's tough to like it have to admit it, but things do not hold up as well a lot of times right. if you go back and revisit them.
0: I am a I will I will plant my flag on the hill that metal gear solid on PS one was one of the best games ever. That doesn't mean that now I tried playing that game recently. Controls are rough. Yeah. But that's just because the controls have uh, evolved evolved and gotten so much better and so much more intuitive. Right. But having said that it's rough with the controls, but it's still a good story. still put together. Well, but the game if you can't physically play it, it kills the
2: Well and at the time there was nothing like it. Right. That's the that's where some of these games are in a microcosm of remembrance and nostalgia, is that at the time when we got some of these like series of games that had came out, there was nothing that existed like it. Metal Gear Solid, you know, being one of the games, you know, I mean even going back as far as the you know Nintendo Super Mario Brothers any game that came out was something that you had never seen and done before right. now there's been so much that has come you know after that has improved on it in one way or another that those those ideas of the game they just don't they don't work they're not as good
0: yeah i agree i just was curious how cuz i wanted to see if you're I know one person in particular who would just snap if I told them that I I thought Mario do I agree with your friend
2: that you can play the game and have fun like if we were to you know all get together and play an N64 game together oh that'd be you had it you had it at Thunder Games
0: I mean and it was cool and it was fun but like
2: is it something you want to
0: sit down and play for
2: hours upon hours?
0: No, if somebody were to say, hey, you want to come over and play Mario Kart? We're going to do like a thing. I'd probably be like, sure, is it Mario Kart 8? Yeah. You know, but like just like in a, I don't know, a specialized setting. If you're like, hey, we're doing this Mario Kart 64 thing. Like I can put myself in a mindset and be like, yeah let's do this let's do a competition or right. let's just you know play an old game we haven't played in forever. Yeah. let's play a whole bunch of old games we haven't played right. in a while so that it fits more into the theme but like if i'm in the mood to play some mario kart i would prefer it be the newest yeah. and the best
2: what i find really interesting is when they take just an idea or a concept from an old game and put it into a new game with this genre with with you know, smaller downloads and make something unique out of it from just one idea or one perspective of a, of a video game. It's always unique when they do something like that um, with just like one of the games that Kai's been playing is Ultimate Chicken Horse, which is like you design a level. Yeah, I was, I was watching you play yeah, that the other day. Super simple. I mean, kind of like a get from point A to point B, but it's the twist they throw on is you make the level and then you try to you know get through it before your friend does. And it just silly things like that are interesting because it's based on a concept that has been around forever, but it's got the little twist on it to make right. it unique.
0: It's been refined. It's yeah. been, um, I wouldn't know if
2: I'd say that game was refined,
0: but well, I it's mean, something. The concept has yes. been refined. Um, and speaking of that concept being refined, um, dreams does come out Friday. Is there anything that would make you want to buy that game? Like if it came out and had massive tens across the board would that, you're interested enough to want to give it a try um no no no, no. I
2: thought of one thing but I'm not going to say it on air
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a kid friendly show Same I time. know that's why I didn't say it <laughs> we have to be able to make sure that Justin can listen to it exactly <laughs> with all his sensibilities exactly
2: he's a very innocent man uh, he's I mean yeah, you look can't, at that but... look at that that childish face <laughs> That Goomba-like hair. <laughs> uh, we don't want to disappoint him. Oh. <laughs> him and his lanky Donkey Kong arms. <laughs>
0: Whoa, hey, I'm not making personal shots. This is all Sam. I Actually, to I guess do with he's this. more
2: like lanky Kong. <laughs> lanky Kong. I did watch him play Deep Donkey Cut. Kong. So oh, he's very good. He's very good at it, He's too. very good at vi- the video games, as he is the four-year-in-a-row running champ. At yes. Yes.
0: I really wanted better of a return on Thunder Games for myself personally, but I failed miserably. <laughs> well, you know, it's your first year. Maybe next year. Exactly. So that's really all I got. This wasn't a really long episode, and it was all over the place and out there. And I have a head cold, and I feel like crap. Um, Sam, you will not be here next year or next year. Nope. Well, I'm so out of it. Nope, uh, next, next, not next year. I'm out of here. Next week, you will not be here next. On week. this
2: date next year, I won't be. here
0: no we'll be in in our own fancy podcast studio yeah um recording during the day for a living yeah um we just need we just need uh Justin and Brent to finance it the um what uh so you'll be in Los Angeles yep next week um I actually reached out to two friends of mine who might come over who Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to in a really long time they're both guys I play video games with yeah um so
2: I look forward to hearing the podcast. Yeah,
0: that's kind of where my, my brain was going with it. They, they said they could probably come over Monday or Tuesday night and we'd probably just sit here and chit chat. It'll probably be a podcast episode not full of news, but more just three guys bullshitting about video games we like. Yeah, some so, of my favorite parts. There we go. Now, if we could just get Justin Brent up here, we could do that with four people. Yeah, and, yeah. you. Know. Um, sir, as always, it was good to see you. Likewise. I need... I'd give you a pound, but you look very gross <laughs> and sickly. I got up from my desk earlier today and walked over to go talk to my wife, who was doing something on her on her side of the room. And I rounded the corner and I looked at her, and she looked up, and she was like, "Oh my!" And I'm like, "What?" She goes, "You do not look at." I'm like, "That's rude." <laughs> Just leave me alone. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for coming over to my yes. my home of sickness. Yeah. So we will
2: next week will be the quarantine
0: cast. Quarantine cast. <laughs> I'll have to make a note for that. Remember that Steve and Jeff quarantine cast. All right, sir. Always have a wonderful, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. It sounds good. See you then. Bye.